0: Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says For I know the plans that I have for you declares the Lord Plans for welfare, for good, and not for calamity To give you a future and a hope Divine setup number six Don't you quit This is Sean and the Word Hey, God bless you. Man, it is so good to be with you again. God has been so good. And today we're talking about not quitting, uh, how the Lord wants us to continue on the path and the journey of this faith with him, trusting him. And when we're talking about divine setups, we're really talking about how God uh, puts us in situations and circumstances or allows us to go through situations or circumstances or to meet people that, that he can implant something into our life and our heart that will last us for this entire journey of faith. It's lessons that are, are learned. That's And uh, one thing I've been uh, learning these past couple of days is about knowledge. You know, education is one thing, but knowledge is another. Knowledge is, is something that's gained experience. And God's wanting to give you knowledge. It's a personal gain experience. He's not wanting you to just have a lot of information about his word and about who he is. He's wanting you to know him. He's wanting you to have gained knowledge. And that's what divine setup's all about. God giving us the ability to learn more about him through life circumstances and situations, how he strategically puts us in places and around certain people to gain knowledge for this journey. And today is about not quitting. God doesn't want us to quit. He doesn't want us to be quitters. And I don't know if you're like me, but I would walk away from something in a heartbeat, <laughs> you know, but God has given me a spirit of faithfulness. And I'm so thankful for that. I remember when I was in school, that first year of Bible college, it was 2004 fall semester. I had went off to Bible college. And, uh, I, after the, my mom had got sick in that December and in January, we went back to, to, to school, and uh, it was a tough time. It was, this was 2005, spring semester, 2005. And it was a tough time for me, being in school, my mom being sick and really struggling to get back to health. And uh, I walked around that campus. During the time, let me back up just a second. So what I had did in the December, once the classes ended in December, I moved out to Tuig, because I was passing the church and they had a little small trailer there that was used for the pastorate uh, p- uh, parsonage, that's what they call it. <laughs> and uh, I, I moved out there, and it was about, you know, 40 minutes from the school, and it was 25 miles outside the Great Commission. That thing was in the middle of nowhere, man. <laughs> there was nobody around me but seven cows and a lake. <laughs> but But God really used that time of isolation. I mean, I really when i went back to school in january i wasn't living on campus so the friends that i you know the friendship the camaraderie it really wasn't there because i was just coming to classes and then going home every day coming to classes going home every day and god really really allowed me to get discouraged i mean i was going through a lot my mom was sick i was feeling alone and man i walked across this christian campus around Christian ministers, people that would end up changing the world. I mean, God's used so many of the people that was in that school and still is using them. And it's pretty amazing. And I walked around that campus, man, and I'm telling you, not one person came up to me and said, "Hey, man, you want me to pray with you? You need anything?" I mean, no no ministry was being done to the students, <laughs> for, at least to me. And I really got discouraged and depressed, man. I wanted to give up. It was hard. It was mano imano, e mano, me and God one on one. And it was difficult. I was losing. I could think about that. That image of Jacob wrestling with the, the angel of the Lord, wrestling with the Lord and the struggle. He strove with God. He struggled with God and I mean, that's really what it felt like. I was all alone. I was isolated. And it was God just dealing with me about Sean. And it was a setup among, among all setups. And I remember one night, I, I didn't have cell phone service. Again, I was 25 miles outside the Great Commission. I was out there, man. Didn't have a cell phone service. And one night, all of a sudden, my text popped up. And I'm like, huh, I must have got some type of cell phone service. And it said they had a voicemail. And I called the phone, listened to my voicemail and it was brother Henry. Out of the blue, God had put me on his heart and his message was simply this. He didn't say nothing. He says, don't grow weary in doing good. Don't throw away your confidence for it has a great reward. You just need to keep going brother. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It was out of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35, and man, I remember sitting there and hearing that scripture and hearing his voice, and the Lord just telling me, don't give up. So let's look at Hebrews chapter 10, chapter 10, verses 35 through 36. The Bible says, therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward for you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. And the, the author's writing to the people uh, that had just went through so much, man. They, these these believing Jews were in Rome, and Claudius in 49 AD had came and and really just pushed them out of their house, pushed them out of their home, pushed them out of normalcy, because they were believing Jews, because they were holding on to the Word of God. It was a difficult, hard time. They had to leave Rome. They had to... Uh, migrate to other places. They had to find refuge. They had to find safety. They had to find places where they could live and restart their life. And a lot of them were arrested. So a lot of them were killed. And it was just a hard time. And uh, in verse 34, the author encourages them. He tells them, hey, you remember when you went and visited? Remember when you lost everything? Remember when you went and visited the those who were in prison? Listen, don't Throw away your confidence. Don't throw away what God has promised. Don't throw away what God has for you. Don't throw away uh, the, the the hope that's found in Jesus Christ. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, it's... Don't quit. Don't you give up. If you keep going. You keep trusting. You keep walking by faith, in faith, and with Jesus, and there's a great reward. You just need endurance. For this journey Yes there's going to be times of difficulty Yes there's going to be seasons of hardship Yes there's going to be Darkness But as it says in Genesis chapter 1 It says that even in the midst of darkness That God's spirit is hovering It's moving And that's what we need to understand as, As Christians in our journey In our walk In our hardships In our difficulties Don't give up don't throw away our confidence in God and God's word and God moving on our behalf. For as the author says, there's a great reward. Well, later on that year in the summertime came when all the students left and the, the, the discouragement and the, the depression really just kept going. And it was hard. The summer of 2005 was so difficult for me. I'm still pastoring the church and still up there and all the students left and I was coming home as much as I could to to be with my mom and to help her and uh, the church in Two was just so loving man and so compassionate and they understood and uh, one day i mean just all by myself i'm like man you know what i don't even i don't even need to be in school i don't even need to 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 be up here because honestly what I want to do, work with kids, <laughs> you start an orphanage, minister to ch- I don't need schooling. And so I had made up my mind, you know, I could go back and work doing construction and make money and just start an orphanage or ministry like that. And so I told the church, uh, hey, listen, I'm 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 leaving. I'm I'm quit. I'm giving up. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it like that, but that's what they understood and they knew. And they're all so wise and full of the Holy Spirit. And uh one of the members, Brother Dallas Carr, he looked at me and he says, Sean, you'll be back. Don't worry. You go and do what you need to do, but you'll be back. The Lord will bring you back. And I'm like, well, I don't know, man. I really feel like that's said." And so I went home and I started doing construction back with Fair, and we were doing a big job at a school trying to the time constraints so we're working a lot I mean a lot we're working 15 16 hours a day in the heat the summer heat and I mean I was just exhausting myself as much as I was working and uh, I ended up getting really extremely dehydrated to the point where I was uh, my fluid became blood I was hurting real bad and uh, both ends man I was bleeding and I was scared I was like what in the world's going on and I went to the hospital, the emergency room. I mean, I'm a, at this time, I was 26 years old. I was really in probably one of the best shapes of my life. And I'm in the hospital in an emergency room. And I'm sitting there, and I just, I'm scared. And I'm like, what in the world's happening? I didn't know what was happening. And uh, I heard a lady next to me. Crying out, oh, dear Jesus, dear Jesus, dear Jesus, dear Jesus, help me, Jesus. She was in so much pain. And I remember saying, ma'am, ma'am, can can I just pray for you? Can I pray for you? Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. And she wouldn't respond to me. She just kept saying, oh, help me, dear Jesus, help me. I said, ma'am, you just listen. I'm going to pray. And I prayed for her. And as I was praying, the Holy Spirit said, Sean, your burden is not just for children. It's not just for kids. Your burden is for people. Go back. And as soon as I got done praying, I was kind of shook, uh, And I went to the bathroom. And I had gone to the bathroom so many times up to that point, And it was all blood. And it was hurting. And it was painful on both sides. <laughs> and I went to the bathroom, and it was not blood. It was normal, and uh, I said, "Ma'am, I don't know what happened, but I'm discharged." She goes, "Oh, you were just extremely dehydrated, and you know, told me to just drink a lot of fluid." The next morning, while I was at work, I, I called uh, one of the leaders of the church in Two and it was Miss Susan Carr. And I said, "Miss Susan," she didn't even let me finish. She said, "Come on, come on, honey, <laughs> come on, child, we know." And God just puts people in your life. He puts you in situations and he he gives us grace. But the truth is, don't you quit. Don't you throw away your confidence for it has a great reward. You just keep going. You keep enduring. You keep trusting. And when you've done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. You will receive what he has promised. He's faithful. Don't you quit. And Father, I love you. I pray for those who are hurting, who are weary, who are struggling, God, who, God, feel like giving up, Lord, who feels like walking away. Who feels like, Lord, there's, it's not going to get any better. Lord, don't, don't allow them to listen to the enemy. Lord, do what only you can do. Surround them even now, God, with your angels, with your messengers of hope, Lord, even with this word, like Brother Henry gave me in the midnight hour from you. Help them, Lord, not to throw away their confidence. Help them, Lord, to keep trust in you. For there's a great reward. Give them the spirit of faithfulness to finish this race. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. God bless you real good. God bless you all the way. Don't you quit. Don't you quit. Next time, we'll see you again on Sean and the Word.